he does. You know, I'm, you know what I'm right, starting to really strong about? What's that? Eric Bieniemy is the offensive coordinator for the Commanders. Yeah, I like it. Sam Howell's savior. He, so they finished the interview today, and apparently he's sticking around. They're going to talk more tomorrow. He's going to be their offensive coordinator. I don't know where else he goes unless he just stays in Kansas City for another year. I would stay if I was him. I would stay if no. I'm him, too. In Kansas City? Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Okay, this is my this not. is my reasoning. Okay. Okay, Eric Bieniemy makes millions of dollars. Yes? Yes or yeah, no? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. makes millions of dollars. Okay. Number one. Okay. Number two, he's working with one of the best organizations culturally, technologically in the NFL. The new dynasty. The they new are dynasty. the new dynasty in the NFL. He's working with probably the best quarterback of all time in Patrick Mahomes, or at least on his w- way to be, right, in terms of the things that mm-hmm. he can do on the field. He's almost guaranteed to be in a good situation for the next five years as long as Andy Reid is there. And maybe there's something to be done to tell Andy Reid, hey, like, Maybe give me just like a little bit more uh, formal play calling duties and try to figure out a way where maybe you're the coach in waiting. I don't know necessarily if it's a good thing to go to an organization like the Commanders as your way out to separate yourself from Andy Reid. I think that the bar is too high. I think you're going to have to do a lot with Sam Howell in order for anyone to say, well, okay, this is the enemy and he is one of the smartest offensive coordinators in the game. Like, all the things that we've said about him were correct. I, I just don't think that there's a, an upside there. I think you will need to win the NFC East in order for people to take him seriously. So why not just chill? Why not have a good situation with a good offense until Travis Kelsey retires or something? What if they have a top 10 offense, though? I think that probably gets them a head coaching game. You think so? And what if Riverboat Ron, what if they're going to move on and they're averaging 28 points per game? Yeah, with that offense. And I don't even know if Sam Howell's going to end up being the starting quarterback. You know, yeah. a lot could happen, obviously, before then, but... You have Brian Robinson. You have Antonio Gibson. You have Terry McLaurin, who's a top 10 wide receiver in this league. Curtis Samuel. You have Curtis Samuel, and we don't even know what his ceiling is yet. I mean, in a new offense. It's a good, good see, offense. And, and I kind of understand moving on from Kansas City because if we went on the street right now and we asked 10 football fans, hey, who's the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs? How many do you think even know the answer? Everybody's just going to say, oh, Andy Reid. Well, yeah, Reed but none of them the are place. making the hires right. in the NFL. So, like, I get that, but that doesn't really work. Like, for him, he needs to get out there and – like, I under, I, look, I get his thought process. It's just – and maybe I'm too close to it because that's my team and I know way too much about the inner workings of that organization over the last two decades. But it's not a play – people don't go to Washington to advance their careers, right. at least in football. Maybe as a politician, but not in football. Everybody has better careers when they leave. Now, right. here's the one thing that exactly. I will say that, that could benefit him. There's likely going to be a new owner in Washington. And it could happen as soon as, or you get a better idea, March, April, owners' meetings will happen, and that could progress. Ron Rivera is a sitting duck, and maybe a, he's the, in a lame duck year as a head coach because everything is being evaluated. Yeah. If Eric Bieniemy goes in and is able to play well, or coach, you know, gets the offense, gets Sam Howell to play well, shows that he can call plays, and again, he does call some plays. And by the way, let's not forget. Doug Peterson didn't call all the plays in Kansas City either. Andy Reid called plenty of them too. And then Doug Peterson still got a job in Philadelphia. So I don't know what goes on in these closed-doors meetings with Eric Bieniemy, but it's got to be something like, is he the worst interview ever to not get these jobs? I don't understand because he should have been a head coach five years ago given the resume and given the trajectory of offensive coordinators and what they do. But if he's able to have success, just meaningful success, just make this offense look modern, Ron Rivera could be out, and Eric Bieniemy could be elevated to head coach just right, like that. Right. Like that, that may be the long term. Now, granted, he's sitting down and talking to Ron Rivera. I really doubt Ron Rivera is sitting there going, you know, 
just give it a year and you're going to have my job real soon. I promise you that's not the conversation. But that doesn't mean that that's not the reality of what could happen down the road. So if he's thinking from that point of view to get out and get out from under the shadow, which is a very large shadow, of Andy Reid's, then, you know, there's an opportunity there for him to certainly grow. It's just there's not a lot of choices for him. What I do know is if there were more choices, he's not picking Washington first. No. But you did mention multiple names of really good players in terms of weapons, both in the backfield, out at receiver. They have that. It's just... As with a lot of teams, it's the quarterback situation that's a problem there. And look, if Sam Howell looks decent, he'll get credit for that. But it, it is, it's a major risk as opposed to staying in Kansas City. Yeah. But here's the thing, too. Like, if it doesn't work, he probably could end up going back to Kansas City. Like, they probably hire him again, sort of like Bill Belichick Matt does. Matt yeah. Nagy's back there. He's Patrick Mahomes' gopher, and he's kind of waiting just to see what happens with Andy Reid. He might end up being the head coach right. there. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's kind of it, it's like the Belichick tree, right? Like, Patricia gets fired. He's back in New England. These guys look out for each other. So I completely agree. And, again, if you're a top-10 offense, even if they only win eight, nine games, like you said, this is the perfect time to get in because there's going to be a lot of change. And who's going to be a better name, especially, again, if they're averaging 26, 27 points Mm -hmm. per game? The offense isn't the reason that they're losing games. Who's going to be a better name that becomes available next year? Other than maybe Ben Johnson, the OC for the Lions, who I who I think or is going to be a head Moore. coach next year. Yeah, and, ben and Johnson I agree. will get hired next year. Yeah, so I mean, if you think you have a shot at him and he could be your next head coach, then maybe you just go into this year and you hire a lame duck OC too. But I don't know. I I would take a chance. I can just tell go you this from now. the names that they were talking about being the offensive coordinator in Washington before Bieniemy. Right. It's bottom of the barrel. I mean, you're scraping for like band aids for a season. So to get Eric Bieniemy, they will give him. They'll probably make him the highest paid offensive coordinator in the NFL. They will give him everything he wants. Yeah. I would do that. I would also have some sort of like I would want a long term contract too, mm-hmm. because if it's not Sam Howell, then you're going to be set up next year in order to have a pretty good chance at a good quarterback. Because yep. it's a pretty deep quarterback draft. And maybe you do get a Caleb Williams or something. Like, maybe you do get a Drake May. And then yeah. all of a sudden, you're, you've are you got all the pieces. you got a top. Don't you, don't you tease me with the possibilities of a bright future, Tristan. Top five defense. Don't you do that to me. Maybe a top five <laughs> offense and a real deal quarterback. Maybe the Eagles are now the bottom of the barrel. And maybe the Commanders are number one. Oh, my God. It sounds so beautiful. Might even end up with a quarterback this that. year. Like, I'm seeing mock yeah. drafts today where the Texans are going to take a quarterback. And they're not in love with Bryce Young. They like yep. Will Levis. Maybe Bryce Young's there. Maybe C.J. Stroud falls there. Maybe Anthony Richardson's there. And even though he's going to be a project I mean I'd be excited if, if I'm a commanders fan I'm probably a little bit more excited if I was able to draft Richardson over well that's Sam Howell and I love Sam Howell so I, I don't trust Anthony Richardson's gonna take years I, yeah I, I, I don't, do you I don't, actually love Sam Howell like do you love him yeah I like he him. does you I like love him. him like you think he's gonna be a, a real quarterback in the NFL I don't know I think he deserves a shot I will say this where they drafted him great value that's sure. what I mean. But right. if you're looking at him as like, this is your future. And again, I've been down this road. Like, good chance. Chase, Chase Daniel was yeah. the future in Washington. Sure. Brennan May, rest in peace, yeah. was the future in Washington. Uh, Kirk Cousins at least showed like he was. But, uh, you know, Alex that, Smith. Alex Smith. Uh, and that, Colt but that's, McCoy. But you got it, Colt McCoy. But, I mean, even with Alex Smith, like, that was like, he was kind of viewed as like a short term. For sure. Versus some of the other names that were thrown through there. I mean, not just Patrick Ramsey. I've been down this road. So, for me, with the Sam Howell Wasn't thing. Josh like, Johnson on your team? Yeah, but that was because they started six quarterbacks that year, and they yeah. were just desperate. That was, a, that was a horrible season. But we've had a lot of horrible seasons. So, it's, I, I just, I'm numb to all this. I'm glad you appreciate Sam Howell. Yeah. And once the season starts next year, we can... We can live and live and die by Sam Howell's success together on Sundays, but I, I just if if Eric Bieniemy wants to just have comfort and success, you stay in Kansas City. But if he does want to go out and take risks and bet on himself, 
then this is the best opportunity for him right now because there's just not a lot of other choices. Facts. Yeah, I just feel like it's like if you don't do it, then you're going to regret it ultimately. Like, ah, oh, man, I could have been a play caller. I could have been a head coach. Instead, yeah, I won all these Super Bowl rings with Andy, and it was fun, and I got the opportunity to coach Patrick Mahomes. But I don't know. At the end of the day, I feel like especially in that field, you kind of want to do things your way, your own way. Everybody wants to be a head coach. Kyle Shanahan could have been the best play caller of all time. He could have just hung mm -hmm. around Atlanta, bounced from team to team. Had all these great offenses. Guys want to be in control of the locker room, though. That's you know, head coaches the, you know. also don't have to be. A lot aren't play callers. Nick Sirianni gave up play sure. calling duties. We've seen a lot of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's 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 not... W once you get to the point where you're actually a head coach, you have to be good at coaching the other coaches, right? Yeah. You're, you're dictating what they need to do. You're allocating roles for everybody and making sure that everything's running smoothly. You're a little more of a manager once you get to be a head coach. You're, you're, the, you're the CEO doing a lot of the big picture stuff while the hands-on is your your direct management that you have. Yeah, that, that's for what sure. the coordinators And are. some guys that do call their own plays, like, uh, you know, like McVay. That's why he never knows how much time's on the clock or when to use a timeout. Like, yeah. some guys should probably give up play calling duties just to focus on the other things. Matt LaFleur. Yeah, and so it's the, 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 the notion that he hasn't called plays doesn't necessarily mean that that even will matter. Find yourself a good offensive coordinator yeah. if you're a head coach. That can call plays. Yeah, he's in there putting together the game plan. It's not right. like he just shows up and he's like, all right, I'll hold this clipboard right. and act like I'm doing something right here. Like, he's a great offensive mind. <laughs>